Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Thank you and welcome. Here we are for MindGym's annual results presentation. Uh, I'm delighted to share that we are in healthy form with double-digit revenue growth and even better, a return to decent profitability. I uh, will, in a moment, I'll hand over to Dom to share the highlights for FY23. I'm going to remind a little bit for those who are regulars on this call about our strategy, but update on the progress we're making towards delivering it, which is tremendously exciting. And then I'll conclude with a look at the outlook for the year ahead. So with that, I shall pass over to Dom for the FY23 highlights. Thank you, Octavius. So I'm very pleased to announce our numbers. Revenue is at 55 million, which is up 13% on prior year. We remain a highly digital business. So 68% of our revenues are digitally enabled. Now that's down a little bit versus prior year, but that's as expected because we saw an increase in in-person deliveries at the start of the year. That trend has stabilized and we're not anticipating a significant shift from that in the future. And pure digital revenue growing somewhat from 11% to 13%, and that's things such as e-workouts. As Octavius suggested, we're very happy to share that our PBT is at 3 million, which is up 3.4 million on prior year, which was a small loss in the prior year. So a significant improvement there. And the same thing obviously happening in EBITDA as well, which is up 4 million and has increased from 3% to 10%. So significant progress, and we'll come on to that a little bit later. And of course, EPS following that as well. Cash at the bank is 7.6 million. So significant reduction in cash burn in FY23. We're also using our CapEx more efficiently as well. So CapEx spend is down a million. And most of that is because we did a restructuring at the end of last year where we reduced the cost but increased the pace. So we integrated our technology organization. And that has led to a reduction in spend in FY23. Also using our CapEx better in different ways as well. So we're very happy to announce, and we'll come on to this a little bit later, the acquisition of the rights to a diagnostics platform. So this will accelerate the launch of our diagnostic self-serve platform by something like 18 months. And it will also significantly reduce the required uplift in CapEx spend that we would have otherwise spent in FY24 and FY25. So CapEx spend will still go up, but not by as much as we had anticipated. So a strong set of financial results in line with expectations. As we move on to look at the regional breakdown of that, you can see that the US is growing 8%, and that reflects essentially the impact of FX there. But the EMEA region is growing at 20%. And there's underlying improvement there, of course, as well. But that also includes the impact of the large energy framework, which we've mentioned previously. So strong growth in EMEA there off the back of that. Importantly, our client base remains highly diversified. So our largest client is less than 6% of our business. So it's, we're not over-reliant on one client. 
it's also important to note we have a very diversified industrial base. So if one sector such as technology is suffering a little bit, we have strength across a large number of industries such as pharmaceuticals, financials and energy, of course. So a strongly diversified client base, which is important. Still seeing high repeat rates and we continue to work with the best companies in the world. When we break down to have a look at the revenue by product type, you can see a significant increase in design and advisory revenue mix going from 12% to 19%. That represents a large frameworks, particularly the energy one, which we've mentioned previously. And that also will lead to an increase in delivery, notably in the second half of FY24, because there's the tail of delivery that follows design and advisory work. So robust revenue growth across the regions and strong DNA work as well. And finally, we're very excited, very happy with the progress we've made on profit. So we are setting a target of 15 to 20% EBITDA margin in the medium term. And you can see that strong progression from 3% to 10% in FY23. And that's coming from a number of areas. We've initiated a number of savings programs and also starting to see the ROI come through from our investments in 21-22, which we made to make the business more easily scalable. So we recently opened a shared service centre in Newcastle, which enables us to improve the effectiveness of our service and also reduce the cost. And we've invested in technology, which allows us to automate. That's what gives us the confidence as we head towards this medium term target. We know that we've got the benefits of the shared service center, which will help us to reduce costs. We've also got the opportunity to arbitrage US and UK labor costs. So that means that instead of backfilling roles in the US, we can move some of those over to the UK. And of course, we've got a strong pipeline of automation, which enables us to save money and improve the service through things like coach sourcing, session booking, as you can see there. So really excited with the operating margin development. It's made significant progress in the last 18 months, and we anticipate that that progress will continue into the future. And I'm going to hand over to Octavius now, who's going to take us through our strategy. Dom, thank you so much. And delighted to pick up off the strength of a good year's performance to talk about the vision for the future and the enormous opportunity we have in front of us and how we're going about realizing it. Now, the next slide will be familiar to those of you who are followers of MindGym. The market at the moment is not only vast, it's larger than the GDP of most countries in the world, but also massively disaggregated. The organizations, which we've got the word client in here, but it could be a FTSE company or many sort of large, significant organization, has a multiplicity of different priorities in order to drive human performance at work. And each of those is generally run fairly independently of the others, with a range of different providers that come together to help address it, whether it's diversity and inclusion or leadership development or coaching and so on and so forth. And what happens, therefore, is companies are spending, let us say, an imaginary $50 million, it could be much more, over, let us say, 100 providers, with no coherence across the, the suite, significant waste as they uh, create, recreate, duplicate, have gaps, uh, and no consistent data to find out what is working and what is not. So what we're envisioning for the future is an integrated approach where the total becomes worth more than the sum of the parts because all the bits fit together. And what you learn discover in one place, you also augment and complement and supplement in another. So it becomes one full suite and you are living one coherent approach to organizational health and well-being and personal performance.
And we tested this out. We had a, a CHRO summit a few weeks ago at the Royal Opera House. We had nigh on 200 CHROs from great companies, from Shell to Chanel, BT to DB, uh, Sage to Kingfisher, and many, many more. Uh, and we asked them uh, on this vision of the future, which they all subscribed to as very much where we wanted to go. Where were they at the moment? And the typical score was between three and four out of ten. So people recognize this is important, but recognize that it's a, a harder lift than they would have liked, and there's a lot they need to do still to get there. Now, the good news is that we at MindGym are making progress, not just in the where we're going, but also with the tools and techniques in order to get us there. So I'm going to briefly talk through a history of what we've been creating and how this fits together to create an overall behavioral change platform. Now, we launched with one-to-many. We deliver up to 500 live bite-sized workshops a week in over 40 countries, either in person or increasingly virtually. And we've been doing those since we were founded. It's our bedrock of our strength. It's much more appreciated and proven to work. But sometimes you don't want to learn or wait for a course or an event to go to, but you need to learn in the moment. You want immediate access and you want to be able to get your insights by yourself. And therefore, we developed and launched a few years ago our e-workout portfolio. These are 100 digital assets and different topics, each roughly nine minutes long, about how can I have a better, more courageous conversation or deal with goal setting or be a bit more creative. And they're very practical and they're very applicable. And as you heard from Don, they account for about a tenth of the revenue in our clients spend. So sometimes you want to learn the group from each other. Sometimes you want to learn alone. But sometimes you want to talk to somebody personally, privately, about something that's important to you and your particular challenge. And therefore, what we've done uh, in addition to that is we've launched Performer, which is our one-to-one coaching offer, of which more in a moment. So that adds another dimension, another distribution channel for the content. But that's not the end of it. We also need to have diagnostics to understand where am I at and where's the organization at, and therefore where should I focus or the company focus in order to have greater impact. And there's more on that in just a moment. And then the final part of the picture is learning in the flow of work. What are the tools, techniques, immediate access to advice and guidance? And again, we've got some exciting developments there as well. So what we're doing is building this over 25 years of growth of 5 million participants taking part in our programs of IP that's been tested and validated and grounded in science with multiple distribution channels, with data providing the source to flow from one to the next, helping our clients on the right-hand side decide where to focus their attention, but most importantly, helping members and individuals get the personalized guidance and service of content in the moment of need based on their profile and appetite in order to help make them more effective. So this is what we're creating, and I want to talk a bit more about the progress we're making in order to create it. So first of all, performer. Now, the world of coaching is fascinating, and we have just launched, again at the summit I mentioned, our new research paper, Precision Coaching, Better, Faster, Always, Whatever Your Goal. And the reason why this is so significant is it helps redefine what matters in the market. At that summit, we asked everybody, what is the most important criteria in order to determine good coaching? And we gave them four options, and 90% said the chemistry between the coach and the person being coached. Well, that's the popular view, but it's not the correct view, not grounded by the science. Only 8% of the differential from coaching is down to coach chemistry. By far and away, the biggest factor is as a consistent evidence-based coaching methodology. So there's an element here we're going to need to re-educate the market. But as we do, we have the only product that delivers in that new market space because we have developed our own precision coaching methodology, grounded in science, built by mind gym psychologists. We've worked out how to apply that 
in this cycle of four by 45 minute sessions, focusing on a goal, getting better at it, and then completing it before you move on to the next thing. And we're the only company in the world where all our coaches are certified in our own coaching methodology. So that ensures consistency. So there is a fantastic opportunity to deliver better, faster, always consistent coaching and build leadership strength. We, our job now is to take that to the market and then re-educate people about some of the false assumptions that, the, the, that have been made and follow the science and the data. And we're already finding a very warm reception to that, not least at the tremendously successful fashion brand Burberry, where they have integrated Performer into the Mind Gym leadership program that they are running. So they are both running one-to-many and also the Performer one-to-one coaching. So people get the benefit from learning from each other and also the personal advice and guidance that they get from their coach. And this is having tremendous results. Progress towards goals starts off at about 40% and goes up to about 80%. That's pretty much a doubling in goal attainment. It's one of the most accurate measures of improvement. Is not the self-report, because we know there's a self-enhancement bias, but the view of managers or whether the people they are managing have improved or not. And that 85% of managers can see an improvement in the, the leaders who reported into them. So this is a tremendous result. Burberry delighted with this. And other organizations are increasingly adopting Performer or certainly exploring how to use Performer as part of an integrated solution. So we're really excited about the emergence of Performer. But we're also excited about diagnostics, the next bit in that cycle that I shared with you. And here we have a market where the diagnostics are done by different people from the people who actually come up with the solution. And this is incredibly expensive and wasteful of time for organizations. So they do the surveys, the employee attitude survey, whatever it might happen to be. And then that, what that does is analyze the problem. So there's a lot of time working out what is the real problem and what's the problem behind it? How do you break down the data? And often it can be weeks or months before anyone comes up with an answer what to do about it. And by the time they've actually implemented it, the survey has been done again and it's almost no impact has actually happened. And then the cycle repeats itself. What we're doing is integrating the two. So the diagnostic leads automatically to the solution, a solution that MindGym has and has proven to work. Uh, and that is an incredibly different way of approaching diagnostics, which we think will have an enormous appeal to our clients. And we're already in, in beta tests with some clients who are, are very excited about this. And as Don mentioned, we're not only designing the IP, the content for this, but we're also customizing a platform so that we can serve this using a MindGym-owned platform to all our clients so they can actually serve themselves, analyze the data, look at the dashboards, run the diagnostics themselves. So this will add to our digital, it potentially adds to SaaS revenue, and most importantly of all, it means that we are in control with our clients of the whole diagnostic process and means we can add new features. Um, for example, one of the features of this is that I may write a comment and then you can actually talk to me directly when I maintain my anonymity about what I've said about the organization and so forth. So you start with a relationship with the individual who's completing it. So there's some really exciting developments coming here. And then give you an example of how this works in practice. We are on the cusp of launching our new well-being point of view. This is a mind gym diagnostic designed by our psychometricians and data team. But what this looks at is there's a difference, first of all, between ill-being on the x-axis and well-being on the y-axis. So simply because I haven't got a broken leg does not mean I can run a marathon. Now, what we've done is built these assessments and benchmarked it to discover where people sit on these axes. And we're delighted, obviously, very healthy to see our benchmark of 27% in flourishing and 26% coping. But there's two other interesting categories that have emerged from the research. 
The first is uh, top left, fragile thrivers. These are people who are likely to be your high performers. They look like they're doing tremendously well. They seem very engaged, but underneath it, they're at risk of moving to struggling or possibly in crisis. Uh, and therefore, they require a very specific kind of attention, which is different, bottom right, from those who are boring out. These people are slightly fed up. They're um, soft pedaling, uh, waiting for the next thing to happen, not in a rush to do anything particularly productive and can be a great energy drain on the organization. Now, the first group, you probably want to reduce their workload or give them more resources. The second group, if you reduce their workload or give them more resources, the problem only gets worse. So by being able to diagnose the problem, you can then come up with a solution that's far more likely to address the needs of the people concerned. So rather than a one-size-fits-all approach to well-being, which is what companies tend to do with a kind of smorgasbord of benefits, what this enables them to do is to have a much more tailored solution. So what we've got is Recover program, which is all about uh, reducing ill-being. We've got a Reignite program, which is all about increasing well-being. And then we have a Reinforce program, which is about avoiding things getting worse. So it's helping the 96% who aren't in crisis and probably in need of professional clinical attention and support to stop things getting worse and hold things where they are. And then what we've done is we've mapped our products across each of these programs. So this is a rainbow of different lovely colors. I will briefly translate them that you possibly can read the key at the bottom. The squares are go-larges with the lines show they're virtual go-larges. That's a, almost like a TED talk in 60 minutes for as many people as you like. The green circles are our 90-minute workouts. They're usually for smaller groups and they run both virtual and in person. The flower shapes are slightly longer. They're 180 minutes. And the yellow ones are e-workouts, digital workouts that I mentioned earlier. And what we've got is these existing assets that allow you immediately to go and run your program. So you get the diagnostic, you discover you've got a group of marketeers in the consumer function area, and what they need is to reignite. So you can run the reignite program there, whereas your full stack engineers in some another part of the business may need recover, uh, and then you can run the recover program there. So this allows a full integration of diagnostics uh, to solutions. And then, of course, you can easily measure by repeating the diagnostic to see what impact you have had. So this is a tremendous, exciting evolution. As I mentioned before, it's a beta test. We hope to have the platform ready for clients in the second half of this year. We'll be um, launching the diagnostics in full next year, uh, having properly, thoroughly tested and got uh, regular, reassuring, positive feedback from our clients. So this is a, another exciting evolution. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. Uh, we also mentioned in that cycle, if you may recall, the in the flow of work. Uh, and obviously, there's, there's much talk about AI. And so what we've done is taken an instance of, of chat GBT three and a half, if you like, uh, and in, uh, taught it mind gym content. Now, it's a very early trial, which I probably shouldn't be showing everybody from my product development team, who much rather it was much more finished before I did. But what you can see here is that we've created an instance called Sigmund Friend. And Sigmund Friend is our mind gym coach bot that is in order to help with performance management. So at this stage, you say that you share your problem and you say, I've got this issue with my team. I've got someone who's um, either overperforming or underperforming or needs re-energizing. Uh, and then Sigma Friend immediately comes up with an informed answer. Because one of the challenges with ChatGBT and other AI is the quality of the response that you get. But by teaching it our 23 years of IP, we can make sure that, that content is really robust and thorough. Uh, and so you can see this is a, an exciting development. Uh, it's not even in beta trials yet, um, but we're working on it. And I wanted to give you a glimpse of the future. So you start to see the not only what we've done and proven to now do, but also what we've got coming down the pipeline.
So we're very excited about the overall direction, uh, the move from total being less than the sum of the parts to being total more than the sum of the parts, the jigsaw you saw earlier, uh, from uh, combining the distribution channels so they are integrated and we're using data to give more greater personalization and the diagnostics will clearly help with data uh, and actually making significant progress across all of these areas, although uh, very openly at different stages. That's our strategy. What's the outlook for FY24? And these are the highlights. The digital transformation continues. We'll see digital revenue, we believe, continue to increase. And we will progress exactly as we have said in the past and have done. And now I'm sharing with you what we're doing in our product pipeline and what is on the way. We're also pleased that we managed to, um, with our buy and uh, build or buy and adapt uh, for our diagnostics platform, we've actually managed to bring the, the, the product pipeline a bit further forward. Uh, we're confident uh, about margins. Uh, I'm keen to set ourselves the target of increasing those further. Uh, and we're also looking at growth in FY24 with a skew towards the second half because of our framework agreements. So overall, we're very confident in our investments. They're the right ones to have made. We're building and delivering for scalable growth uh, and accelerating the pace of the digital pipeline, but also the overall business pipeline. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.